Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Rising with Phoenix Grace podcast. I'm Phoenix, and I created this podcast to have conversations that'll make us rise to the most powerful version of ourselves. The more you know and talk about the things that are pulling at your heart, the easier it is to rise into the person that you are supposed to be. And I know this because I've done it myself and have had conversations that have changed my life. So come along with me as we talk about this crazy thing called life, our bodies, our minds, and things that are a little bit woo. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get ready to rise. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Thank you so much for being here for another episode of the Rising with Phoenix Grace podcast. I'm so excited today because I'm being joined by Lily Buley, who is a dating coach. And I haven't talked a lot about dating yet on the podcast, but I have been doing it and it hasn't been going well. So I'm really excited to have this conversation with her today. So she's a dating coach for Finding Love with over 10 years of experience in personal development, and she is helping single and successful women. That's me. I hope that's you too. Love Mm -hmm. dating. I would also love to do that and find true love. She's on a mission to educate people on how dating can be fun again after divorce, even in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, even if they've been single for forever. And her signature quiz, the Feminine Dating Archetype Quiz, will show you your blocks to love and help you find your true love match. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Is there anything else that you would like to say about like you and how you got into this or... I'm excited to get into it. Um, I will say, you know, everything that we talk about today, I'm like, one of, I'm one of those teachers that has walked through the fire myself. So I always like to say that, um, you know, failed relationship after failed relationship, really, you know, toxic and abusive type of situations. And all of the things that I, I talk about and we might talk about today are all the things that I've done within myself. Um, to kind of, to get to, to a place of, and I'm not dating anymore because I met the most amazing man of my life, but, um, to find true love. And, um, you know, I hope today someone will kind of take away one little tidbit about their experience and try to put that into practice. Um, because it really is, it's an inside out approach that I take. Um, a lot of, uh, my colleagues will take an outside in approach and our friends and our family, we go talk to our friends and our family, especially if we've been through some stuff, they'll just, you know, they'll say, Oh, there are many fish in the sea or just go have fun. And, um, if it was that looking for it, it will come. It'll it'll come. Yeah. 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 Um, and for those of us that have been through a lot of stuff in our lives, like, you know, covert over trauma or abuse in our past, um, it's just not that easy. And so if someone's listening and they're having trouble, you know, with the dating experience, what I always like to say is that it's not that dating sucks. It's that your experience with dating sucks. So how do we change that experience? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yes. I'm so excited to get into this. Okay. So, oh man. Okay. So I, I'm just going to go off of that line. If it's not the dating sex is that your experience with it sucks. So like, if you, you know, I, I'm a big believer in energy and like the law mm-hmm. of attraction. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm looking at dating and like, and my experience is sucking, <laughs> do you think that's something that like people are bringing in? Do you think it's a mindset shift? Mm. Like, do you think we're at fault for our dating sucking? 
<laughs> I don't think we're at fault for our our experience sucking. It's just all that we know. Mm. Um, and I can tell you what doesn't work. Um, if you're kind of at this point where, and you'll see this, you know, if if anyone decides to take the feminine dating archetype quiz, you'll see this on the quiz where there's a there's an archetype called the goddess woman, and the goddess woman, you. Yeah, that's me. Okay. All right. So the I have a goddess woman sitting in front of me. The goddess Perfect. woman has been through a lot in her life. She's also done a lot of healing. She's into personal growth and personal development. And what she's tried is, I don't know if this is you, I'd love to hear what you've tried, but what she's tried when I was the goddess woman, what I tried was affirmations in the mirror. I tried energetic ecstatic dance to make me feel better and change my energy. I tried gratitude lists. I tried, um, uh, you know, writing out a letter to my soulmate and then he will automatically appear. I tried writing, I tried writing out all the qualities and characteristics that I wanted in my man. Um, because if, you know, and because if I wasn't clear, <laughs> am I seeing you too much right now? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, uh, are you in my journal? Yeah. <laughs> this is why. And so this is why it doesn't work. And even trying to shift your energy and um it's okay <laughs> even when you're trying to shift your energy it's not as easy as that like if it was that easy then we would have already done it so mm -hmm. what what i've learned what i learned at this stage and at this archetype is it's really about especially if if you did you know kind of um get the goddess woman as your archetype what the goddess woman really needs to look at and needs to heal is her um her relationship with perfectionism and her relationship with control because perfectionism <laughs> and control has really really got her to a place and those were all great purposeful ways that she was able to go about her life to get to where she is today. All the stuff that you've been through, all the, all the things that you've healed from all the things, maybe you, you're maybe a, a helper and a healer already. Right. Um, and, and all the perfectionism is, and control is great and has been great, but to get to that point of welcoming in true love to love the experience of dating to be who you are while you're dating you can say this you can say that you're who you are you can say that i love myself especially as a goddess woman but the problem that the goddess woman has is that her actions and her behaviors and beliefs don't line up with her thoughts so the people that she says yes to the people that she says no to the boundaries that she um, should have put up and didn't or can't stick with the um, uh, the like the anxiety and, and the overwhelm sometimes she gets herself in situations where it's hard to to kind of to pull out of so to speak but yeah <laughs> um, I don't think yeah to answer your question I don't think that there's there's anything wrong per se you know with you and with your experience it's just that we don't know anything that we don't know different yet like when I, I met my, my partner, um, a part of me was freaking the fuck out because she didn't even know that this was possible. 
So a lot of my different parts came up inside of me to try to sabotage that experience, you know, and say it was boring or he, you know, really kind of nitpick about who he was or what he was doing, but really it was all about me, all about what was happening inside of me. Mm -hmm. That actually, I had written that down as one of the questions is, you know, what is like, because a few weeks ago I was dating a guy that. I I felt the same way. I was like, well, this is kind of like boring because he's consistent and Mm. he's, he's doing all these things that I said that I wanted Mm -hmm. and it's making, like, I want to run and, um, it ended up going sour for other reasons, but so I think I, I've been struggling a lot and I know like my friends, the few friends that I have that are married, (laughs) um, that are going through this, this at the same time as me, like what is a difference between like that red flag or like an old scar being triggered versus like this actually just isn't what I want. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's hard to distinguish if we haven't reached a certain point in our healing journey where we can't hear ourselves and we can't see ourselves where we can't listen to our intuition um, where we're disconnected from our intu- intuition, disconnected from our, from our authenticity. Um, it's hard to distinguish. Like, you know, I, I understand all the, like the thousands of voices happening in our heads when we're like, well, you know, I know that I should, you know, be kind and compassionate, but you know, then the other parts like this happened. And then the other parts, like, you know, it's just so much, so many things happening inside of ourselves and our body. Um, there's no one answer to that because it's really very mm-hmm. specific about what your experience is and what what's happening. Um, here's what I do know, though, is that when we do, when we are at the level of healing, where we're healing just enough, where we can start to learn to hear ourselves again, um, to listen to our intuition, to know instead of within three months, if this person is good or bad for us within one week which is true. And this happens in, in, in my, you know, when, when I work with women, like, wouldn't it be great just to not waste your time and your energy. Right. And what I think is misconstrued a lot in this space about red flags in particular, and with your friend, again, with your friends and your family, right. You like most women, all they talk about is their relationships, what's going wrong, you know, what's happening. And it can be really hard. Right. Um, because, if you're not in touch with who you are and your intuition and your true north and your purpose, then a lot of those voices become your voices inside of your head, right? Mm-hmm. And I think what people misconstrue the most about red flags is that red what they're saying right now, which I want this to change, is that red flags are about other people. So if we're like sitting at a restaurant mm. and he's a dickhead to the server, then that's on him and he's a red flag. Had that one, yeah. Yep, me too. <laughs> right? What we don't talk about is red flags are what happen inside of us when we self-abandon, when we self-sacrifice, when we, Mm. when we make excuses for, and we can talk about why this happens. And if you're hearing this, please don't beat yourself up on this. Just listen to my words, let my words wash over you. And then we'll talk about how, what we can do about it. But Red flags are really about what happens inside of us. Are mm-hmm. we are we ignoring a part of us 
that needs to be seen and heard and understood? Are we just like stuffing it down into the pit of our stomach, right? Are we self-abandoning and not speaking up about that one thing that really kind of made you uncomfortable and just like go with the, the go with the flow attitude is probably the one that everyone tells you that you should, that you should do and you should be, but it is really, really hard if you have any type of abuse or trauma in your past, because you, there, you probably have, you know, some boundary things to work on. So think about when you're thinking about a red flag and when someone says this is a red flag, it's like people said that there are red flags in my partnership. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can take that as information and look inside myself and say, am I abandoning myself in any way? Am I, am I not speaking about up about something that's important to me? Am I self-sacrificing? Like, am I, did all of the things that are important to me go out the window? Um, in order to be with this person, like what's happening inside of me, those are the red flags. And when we, when we do that through this process of healing and it's a, you know, it's a journey. It's not something that you can like, yeah, it's a journey and you can, you, it's not something you could just like listen to this podcast and all of a sudden be changed. It takes time. It takes consistency and repetition and support over a period of time. Um, but that can, change where you really can start to understand what's happening inside of yourself. So you can be like, you know, calm and centered and aligned. You can speak up even when things are, things may be, may be hard or difficult to talk about. And what tends to happen after that is that you will invite people and men into your life that are also willing to do the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does and that I help that- with your question? Absolutely. And it kind of like, there was another thing I want to talk to you about, like the difference between like raising your standards and like being like, I felt like I've become like really, I don't want to say like judgy, but like, I like make like, I feel like I'm making a haste decision, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm kind of like, did I raise my standards or am I like thinking too quickly? And I don't know if you've seen the Taylor Tomlinson Netflix series or Netflix special where she's talking about, um, that she went on um, antidepressants and she was like, so I don't know if I just have more self-esteem or if I have higher standards mm. when it comes to dating. And so I think like, that's what I think too, is like, am I, am I hiring my standards by going through all of this? But I feel like I'm just like rushing to judgment as at the same time. So mm-hmm. yeah, like what you helped, like what you just said, kind of encompassed you're doing great. You're answering like three of my questions at one time, which is <laughs> awesome. Cause I know that we're, we're kind of like rapid firing. This. Well, like, ju- um, you know, like judgment is, you know, we're talking about like, you know, you, uh, got the goddess woman on the quiz. The goddess woman is all about control and perfectionism and judgment, right? Like and judgment is like a form of control, I think, or perfection, actually perfectionism as well. So the, the internal look on that is, you know, how am I judging myself? how, what kind of perfectionistic standards am I, am I really like, if you really, really look at it, um, what parts inside of me are really, really shaming and, and blaming me for things that are, are perceived as imperfect inside of me. And it's, again, it's a process. It's not something that just like, it's going to happen, but over time, um, what you'll see is that judgment turns into, because you, you, you've worked on it inside of yourself, your judgment turns into compassion and inside of yourself. And with, when you're compassionate inside of yourself, especially when you're dating, what happens is you give space 
for the other person to show you who they are. And no one ever talks about that. Like I didn't learn that from my parents. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't learn who, who was good for me and who wasn't. So I had to do, you know, like I had to do this healing and kind of re, re, uh, formulate and recalibrate my intuition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think that's the intuition plays such a big part. And I've just started recently in the last like three months doing, um, IFS work. And so mm -hmm. I was listening to your podcast about mm -hmm. like the IFS and the parts and, um, I had a very inter interesting conversation with one of mine when it came to dating, because I like to like fantasize mm -hmm. and I like to kind of build like a whole situation in my head, like very, I'm, I'm getting a lot better at it now, but you know, with lots of grand gestures and like everything. And I finally was like, one day I just sat and I was like, where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. And so do you feel like, I mean, I know the answer to this cause I believe in it, but like that if you are struggling a lot with dating and you're kind of having the same outcomes happen over and over again, like, would you like highly encourage people to seek out like working with somebody with internal family systems? Like, do you think it's like really important when it comes to dating? For me, it's a foundational piece in, in my work. Um, and to be very clear, I'm not a therapist, I'm a coach. Um, and um, internal family systems is, is one of my foundational uh tenants in the way I work. And the good news about if anyone does your audience know about internal family systems? I haven't really talked about it yet. No. So, okay. so, um, a brief intro, um, internal family systems is, is a therapeutic modality and it basically, um, it was, uh, kind of established and solidified by Richard Schwartz. And basically what it says is that all the parts inside of you aren't crazy, that we are made up of, of a multitude of different parts and parts start forming like when we were we're in the womb if something is traumatic happening outside of us or um, when things when we go about through our lives um, our parts kind of separate from our highest self and who we are and this again is not because something's wrong with you it's not because you're broken it's just everyone has these parts and I wish mm -hmm. that people would talk more about this because it's not that one part of you wants to eat a, eat a carrot and the other part of you wants to eat the ice cream. And so you're struggling inside of yourself to reconcile and willpower your way through this conversation with different parts of you. So no, you're not crazy. Different parts of us, when they, when they form, they have their own emotional system. They have their own beliefs. They have their own, um, their own age. They have, um, it's basically like a different part of you literally inside of yourself that has, uh, a reason, let's say a purpose for being there. I always say every part has a purpose. Mm -hmm. And so the good news about dating, wrapping it up with dating is the good news about dating is all of these patterns that you see, all these emotionally unavailable men, these toxic patterns that you're seeing, the good news is it's not really you, your highest self that is leading your dating process. If you're seeing patterns that you know are not good for you, but they can't seem to change, it is a part of you that is leading the dating process. It's a wounded part. It's a wounded part that is crying out for healing. And yes, mm -hmm. part of my work is um, internal family systems focused um, because when we do internal family systems, what we do is we we start to 
learn and understand, see and hear all of the different parts that we have pushed down, pushed away, um, not understood what they were there for, blamed and shamed. And when that starts to happen internally inside of ourselves, we become one. That's mm -hmm. why, you know, that's why it's called a family. And then you can really start to act again. Like the whole healing process for me is when your thoughts, behaviors, actions, actions, and beliefs line up, line up with who you are and who you want to be. And if I wasn't like that for decades, you know, like it wasn't until like the last probably five years of my journey that I'm actually like, oh, this is what it feels like to be aligned. You can talk about it, but it doesn't really happen until again, your behaviors, thoughts, actions, and beliefs all line up. So when you mm -hmm. do this work, that's what kind of, ha that's what happens. Your higher self starts to lead in your dating process rather than the wounded parts of us. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's, I, I definitely like highly suggest like, don't do it alone. Like do it with a coach or a therapist. Cause it can get, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it can get heavy, you know, but it's, I think it's really interesting because I think we're all aware of it. We just haven't known what to call it mm -hmm. or how to like access it. Cause I always say like, oh, there's like a piece of me that mm -hmm. feels this way or whatever. And now it's like, I just say, you know, like, I know it's a part mm -hmm. and it's a really, when you said like, it's, it's parts of us that like abandoned, like in my doing it, there has like, there, a lot of mine are very sassy mm -hmm. and like okay. one of them was just like, bitch, you forgot about us. Mm -hmm. Like you, like, do you remember me? Like, do you remember this day? Do you remember what happened? And then like, you've just, you know, like ignored me mm -hmm. and but I've also like really learned in this last year, like to, of what it does feel like to be aligned. And I've only felt that way in this dating journey that I've been on like one time. Mm -hmm. And I left and I was like, I want to be like that all the time. Like, mm -hmm. I feel amazing. Like I was just completely authentically me and I was so aligned in my actions and what I wanted and it didn't work out, which then was also really frustrated because I'm like, I showed up as like my I best did everything self. I was supposed I did to do. everything I was supposed to do. So mm -hmm. I think like that's the other thing that's really hard. And I talk to people about too, is like, we want to be healed. We know that like, we have to do a certain amount of healing before we can accept the love that we say that we want, which you kind of touched on, mm -hmm. you know, the very beginning of this. So like, do you think in your experience and like what you've seen in, in your healing, like, you see these like Instagram reels or stories about like, I didn't know that it could feel like this until like it just happened mm. or until this man walked in, you know, my life and showed me like how easy it could be. Mm. So like, I don't believe that you have to be fully healed to find that, but like, <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Like I would be like on a scale of one to 10 of being <laughs> completely healed. Like, where do you think you kind of have to fall in order to even be able to like embrace that? Cause I'll be very honest. Like if everything that I wanted in the list that I have right over there mm -hmm. in my journal of my man <laughs> with my mm -hmm. letter to him, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's two of them. <laughs> so if funny. that man walked into my life, I don't, I don't know if I would be able to accept it. If I'd mm -hmm. be able to feel worthy of it. Mm -hmm. So like, I, I feel like that's a lot of thing too, is like, where, like, do you think there's a moment that we're like, okay, I'm healed enough. Like I'll be okay now. It's a great question. Um, I want to say no, because 
if so, we're going to be looking for that moment. Just like we're mm. going to be looking for hmm. control, perfectionism. Mm. Got it. Mm. Just like we're going to be looking for, you know, people say, uh, you know, I want to meet my man organically. So you're just organically looking through the the lemons at the supermarket, but low key, like scoping everybody out. Y'all, th- I mean, this is me, right? Mm. Right. I do think that we, if we really want, if we are committed and really want something in our lives, and this is where the, the, like that, the successful woman and the high achieving woman come into play, because the hard part is with love, everything that have got, and this, again, this was a breaking point for me in my life. You know, I got to this point where I had the six figures, the job, the house, the the resume, even the relationship. And I had done everything in my life that everyone else told me that I should do and I should be to be happy. And the, the way I got there was working hard, you know, was um, pushing hard, was uh, winning awards, you know, getting the next best job, getting the next best salary. The hard thing about where women are, I think, at least the women that that um, come to me, is that the the realization of what got us there isn't or here isn't going to get us there, because there is. <laughs> so I always think that there's opportunity to heal. Um, I do think, like in my programs, for example, I I most of the time do not recommend dating. Um, until we've set a good healing foundation. Um, and again, that's just a recommendation. I never give advice in my programs. But I do think that there is a, a point where where within integrity of like the way that I work, I think that that we need to be healed enough to be able to have a regulated nervous system. Like I I I do poly, I don't know, but I, I work a lot with the, I call it the day, our dating nervous system. So along with the parts work, I do um, nervous system work. And I do think that we need to be regulated enough to be able to listen to ourselves because otherwise it's a lot of anxiety, overwhelm, shutdown or confusion and frustration. And when we're in that state, when we're so used to that state, which we are probably very used to that state through our whole lives then we don't make the best decisions for us. And we can't, again, see and hear ourselves firstly. And then the the consequences of that is we can't see and hear other people and give them enough space to really show us who they are, you know? Yeah, no, I, I just had therapy last week and I was telling her that I'd been trying to like, have conversations with my higher self. And like, I was just blank. It was just coming up blank and blank. And she was like, yeah, that's because you've been disassociating for like two weeks. Like (laughs) you're refusing to feel because I was dating two different guys and they both Mm. ended the same week. And, you know, and it was right around new year's and I had COVID and I was bummed. I didn't get to go out for my first like new year's being single. And it was a whole bunch of things. And I was like, huh okay and so like I like finally like had a good cry the other day and then she like popped up and she was like hey girl like now we can talk and I'm like huh funny how that works so (laughs) and I know that that might sound like really like 
I call it like woo, um, mm-hmm. to some people, but like, it's, you know, think I, I try to explain to people, like, think of like when you were a kid, if you ever like met somebody as a child that like you instantly didn't like mm-hmm. that, like you just had this really strong gut feeling of like, this person mm-hmm. doesn't feel right. Or like we, I call it the ick now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's like, it's kind of like be out of us as we get older, mm-hmm. you know, to like, just be in our minds so much and like, not in our gut. And I'm like, and that's, you know, like what it is, is it's just coming back to mm-hmm. it's pausing and like taking a breath and coming back and being like, okay, is this, how does this feel? Mm-hmm. You know, but I think like, that's the same thing with, like you said, with being like the successful woman or like, I'm a single mom now. And mm-hmm. I feel like in a lot of ways, like, and we know this too, is that we live in a very like masculine, energetic world. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's the other thing too, with coming into dating is like, with the control and everything is like, how do I get out of my masculine to get into my feminine mm. to attract a masculine man? But at the same time, like I'm a single working mom. So I think it's, it's about balance and it's about slowing down. There's just so many things to mm. it. <laughs> Yeah, that's another, that's a whole other can of worms, the whole masculine feminine energy thing. And if, if, if you are, you know, like, like, cause I used to be that way as well. Like I hear, or I scroll through Instagram or you're too much, too much in your masculine. That did nothing for me other than make me feel shitty about myself. So if you're feeling mm-hmm. shitty about yourself because you think that part of you is wrong, it's not. And that's what this beautiful healing work does. The pro, the, what's really happening on the inside of you is that it's not that you're too much in your masculine. It's that your your feminine doesn't know how to be safe within your internal system. Um, so that's what the healing work is really all about: is how can your masculine and your feminine inside of you work together to to set boundaries to be who you are to speak up to listen to what's right and what's wrong to you know to to invite the right people into your space and your energy and your time and all that stuff that's why the masculine has been so prominent in 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 your life is because it doesn't know that your highest self can choose who is good for you and who is bad or what job is good for you and what job is bad so it has to step up and be strong because there again like it's it's one of those things we just don't know any better yet and so that's mm-hmm. one of the benefits of, of doing this this deep healing work and this next level next layer healing work is that your feminine actually learns that being feminine is actually is actually also very strong because she's discerning she Mm -hmm. knows who she is and what she wants she has an energy besides under behind and beside and under and all around her voice that people can hear it's not what she says it's how she says it and that we don't know that yet but that's something Mm -hmm. that we you can definitely heal to for sure yeah Mm. love it I mean I've (laughs) I want to talk to you for hours (laughs) (laughs) um you just you have such a beautiful energy too and I could see why like people would want to work with you and like feel like I feel so safe with you right now and I hope oh thank you you know like and I'm on video with you so I can also see you which the listeners can't but like she's awesome people um (laughs) so I know we're like getting close on like our time limit so I just wanted to ask you a couple like fun questions that actually don't Mm -hmm. have anything to do with dating um 
just to kind of get, let the listeners get to know you a little bit better. So do you have a word for 2024? I do. It's visibility. Ooh. Okay. I haven't heard that one yet. And like what, like quickly, cause we're at, like, mm. <laughs> I know I could what go on my mean? words forever. Yeah. Like, what does that mean to you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't figured that out yet. Um, Fair enough. yeah, no, it was just something that was dropped into me. Um, and one of my biggest goals in, in this work really is to help 1 million people heal, um, and mm. find love through my lifetime. And, uh, I think, like I said, I haven't really thought into it or written about it or anything like that, but I think that, um, some visibility with my work and what I do, um, will be helpful to the world. Yeah, absolutely. This is, this is helpful. This is good work. <laughs> um, and then, you know, kind of feeding off of that and like making goals for the new year, like what is one thing you have to do every day, period. Doesn't matter how tired you are. Doesn't matter if it's mm-hmm. like the worst day ever, like, or the best day ever, like something you have to do every day. I walk my dog like two or three times a day. Definitely have to do that. doesn't matter kind of where, how I'm feeling, where I am. She, she gets me, she gets me for 15 minutes, at least a day, most of the time more. And they're so like therapeutic. I have two and we go walk like every day too. And it's a good time to like get out of your mind and Totally. Um, the outside. Yeah. So, totally and then this one me. might be a little controversial. I've been called a monster for my response to this. So <laughs> when you're reading a book, do you use a bookmark or do you fold the page? <laughs> I think I'm in the monster category. I, I fold the page. Yes. <laughs> I'm that messy. I'm the messy. Don't care. I've shed all my perfectionist values and I tr- I definitely dog ear that page. No, I've had that and like how you do your toilet paper. Those ones people get really fired up about, but, (laughs) um, well, thank you so much for coming on today and for sharing your energy and your work with us. Where can my listeners find you? I'll obviously tag you like in the show notes and everything and like work with you. Yeah. Um, if they want to take the feminine dating archetype quiz, it's a datingarchetype.com. It takes about two minutes. It'll reveal, a lot of the, the deeper level things that we were talking about here today, um, look at your blocks to love and help you find your true love match. And then I'm on Instagram at Lily Bewley. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. I love chatting with me. you. I would chat with you all day if I could, but <laughs> I know you have a life. <laughs> so I just really appreciate this. And um, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Before you go, I just want to talk to you about one more thing that has been a total game changer in my life, and that is CBD. In the midst of the pandemic in 2020, and I was getting ready to also move across country, I found myself more anxious, not sleeping, and just completely miserable. And I finally decided to start taking CBD. And wow, what a game changer it was. If you're interested in CBD, I highly encourage you to look at Nuvita. Nuvita is a woman-owned company based here in Michigan, and part of its proceeds every month go to end human trafficking. There is rigorous testing and quality control, and the product itself is just amazing. So if you suffer with anxiety, with gut issues, with sleep, CBD might be the thing for you. If you want to check it out, head to www.nuvitacbd.com and use promo code LEANDA10 to save.